So what would you say the biggest deception was? What was the biggest lie you were told? They say it's not that simple, Vinny. So what's the truth? That it is. That if you just do the thing that they tell you, you can't, then it's done. I see robots. Stand four. Don't do it. At this time. Relax. Good job. Easy except for the snow. Hey, it's me, I See Robots. Uh, we are back for, this is, I believe, episode number 10 of the POS, the patron-only show, my baby, the thing that I that I birth out and give to you, those that are, are loyal enough to uh, support the show in a major way. I appreciate that. Let me... Let me start off with a um with a quick dig story. This happened the other day, and I didn't, I didn't, uh, I was too uh flustered to record it at the time, so I uh I, I I've been sitting on it. Let me let me tell you. So we went to the dig, and we were we were getting ready to leave. We had the um the icy robots mobile, the uh the big Dodge Ram truck, and we were we were backing out right like super carefully because the truck's so big. We make sure to be um to be like super careful. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to crush a youth. There's always unattended kids running around. So we we are careful and we're pulling out, right? We're, we're backing up when all of a sudden, crash, we crashed into another car. A car appeared out of nowhere. And oddly, sadly, angrily enough, the dude that was driving it was one of my um, least favorite dig guys. He's, he's this big guy. He's really big. He's really wide. He has a giant head. He wears a hat and he... He spends a lot of his days um, standing on the intersection by what used to be Long Drugs and is now CVS over by um, Hank's Creekside with a with a sign, you know, saying, I, I need help. I need money and stuff. And then you'll also see him in the dig a lot, like looking for stuff, doing stuff. The The guy got caught one time stealing a bunch of um, DVDs. Like he, he takes the DVDs out of the cases, throws the cases back, and then steals the... Uh, the DVDs. I think that at one point I talked about like seeing him doing it and not knowing whether I should tell or not, but he, um, he ended up getting caught. But, uh, at any rate, he's this guy. He's not like a bad guy. I just, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't like him very much, but, um, we're backing up and we crashed into his car. His car, I, I kind of, I think that he sped up and that he hit us, I think, because he, he was not there when we, um, when we started. And I, I'm looking out one way, the old wife's looking out the other way, and then all of a sudden, crash. You know, he he hit us, or we hit him. We're still we're still not sure. We're not really we're not sweating it that bad. We got insurance. It's no big deal. But I I think that dude um dude hit us rather than than we hit him. Honestly, uh, he he was nice about it. He was cool about it. I I kind of I kind of thought he was pretending. To be kind of flabbergasted, he's like, oh, uh, 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 and it, I don't know. It seemed, it seemed phony. We, we traded information. He had insurance too. It wasn't a big deal. We did not so much as have a dent. He barely, he barely had a dent. But we got notice that he filed like minutes after, um, after the whole incident and stuff. And I, I saw a homie the other day. He hasn't had the car fixed. I think he's just keeping it. 
I don't know. I don't know how these things work, but um, it was weird, right? And then, like, we, we saw the guy at the flea market, right? He was selling. He was, like, selling stuff. He was selling those DVDs that he probably stole. He had a whole blanket full of, like, DVDs with no cases. And uh, I, I went, oh, hey, man, how's the car? And he looked at me like... I have no idea who you who you are or what's going on. I said, you know, the car. We we bumped into each other in the parking lot, and he's just like, "What? What?" And I don't, I don't know. The whole thing was weird. The dig is weird. That was that was uh, not like a big deal or anything. But I I don't know, man. As time goes by, and the more I think about it, and I realize like the further and further away you get from something, the uh, less. The less detailed the memories are, but um, when I, I, I think he hit us. I think he sped up and hit us. I think that, I think that it's weird. I think that he could have backed up. I think he could have got away. Like even if he didn't hit us, if he, if he saw us pulling out, he could have backed up. I, I don't know. Cause when we started pulling out, it was 1000% clear on both sides. And then all of a sudden crash. Let's uh, yeah, that was no fun. Hello. If you are the type of person who cares for you and your family's safety and health, then I got an amazing offer for you. Tell me about it, would you? Our highly trained technicians will professionally clean your air duct system to improve your air quality and will also inspect your dryer vents and furnace to make sure they function efficiently. That's a good deal. This one-time offer, just press zero now and stay on the line. To be removed from this list. Uh, I was told to hit zero and hold the line. Yes, this is Sam from Green Solutions, and sir, we are offering $89 for your basic air duct cleaning using negative pressure, high-powered industrial light. What kind of ducts do you guys clean? Your air duct pressure. What is that? I'm sorry? What is that? Why do I have hot air in my ceiling? Why do I have hot air in my ceiling? I don't under I don't understand what your service is. Okay, fine. Explain it to me again. What is it supply though? Um, my name is Ron. Swanson. S W A S O N. Where are you guys located? privilege to be in your presence. Oh, glad to have you along. Hey, it's me. I'm uh, sitting on a couch at the Goodwill while the uh, wife is crying on clothes. I, I I like this one. This one is over in the uh, Roseland area of town. It's pretty big. It's a pretty big store, but I don't know, man. Goodwill, uh, they never have like like good vintagey kind of stuff. They have stuff. They have useful stuff, but they don't they don't have the kind of things I'm looking for. So I, I, I kinda like I'll look at the books 
and I'll look at the DVDs and I'll kind of, you know, look around the store, see if there's like any any VCRs or anything, but they, they don't have like vintage toys or vintage stuff. All that all that stuff goes to the uh, the Goodwill online, like their online site. So I I'm usually done pretty quick. You could still find good stuff, but I I don't seem to. Plus, they always they play weird music in Goodwill. Have you ever ever noticed that? It's like I don't know, weird off-brand kind of music. I wonder I wonder where it comes from. I wonder what their their Pandora settings are. But anyway, I'm I'm just sitting here on the couch, just kind of kind of doing a wait. I uh I did find a book. Um, I found a, well, it's kind of neat. I, it's a, a Star Trek Wrath of Khan novelization. I, I think it's cool. The, the cover is torn, but still it's, it's cool. I'll take it home and add it to my collection of, um, novelizations. I, I don't have the biggest one in the world, but I do, I do have some. This one, this one was written by Vonda McIntyre. I do not, I do not know who that is. Let's see if there's any info on uh Vonda in here there there is not but the book is uh designated to uh Jane and Olay with love and snark and I think that's cool but that's about all I found and it's only like a 99 cent purchase not even really worth um worth mentioning I just uh I got a couple minutes to kill so I thought I'd thought I'd reach out to you guys and stuff I don't know um I guess I guess I'm going to call it. I'm going to go. This was the least thrilling piece in the history of uh, segments, and I, I apologize for that. Waiting for somebody. They're supposed to be here by now. They are not here by now. I mean, the hash browns. I ordered the hash browns. It's sort of an appetizer, but I When you're out and about in the world, I have to get a hold of this person. They have not shown. They are. They're going to be on my list after this. Now I am outside the IHOP and I am waiting for this person. We were going to get together and record a show segment and it was going to be fun. It's somebody that you have never heard or heard of before on the show and um, they're, they're a good friend of mine and they are the funny sort and I I thought that this could be kind of cool and I'm a little surprised that they are that they are not here by now but um, there's not there's not a lot you can do to control other people's behavior. You know, people are going to be what they're going to be, and they're going to do what they're going to do, and you just kind of, you know, you hope for the best. But um, the best, the best isn't always what uh, what takes place. But I'm I'm disappointed. I'm I'm heading out of here. I'm going to go. Um, I I I tried to call, I tried to text, and I haven't heard. And honestly, I am a bit surprised by um by all this. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to find out what happens. But um, if I don't. Uh, don't blame me, you know, don't, uh, 
Don't holler at your dude. Don't, uh, well, I guess you're not missing anything because you don't know how funny this guy is, I guess. Um, all right, talk soon. And you're looking for the answer in her eyes. You think you know. It is me. I'm at home right now. I'm actually on the Earth base. I'm in the office. I'm surrounded by my, uh, WWF Hasbros and my rap tapes and my, uh, my novelizations of movies. Those are the things that are, like, the closest to where I'm, uh, where I'm sitting. But I'm gonna tell a story really quick. The, uh, the wife and the kid are away. They're on a trip. They went to a foreign land. They're, uh, off visiting relatives. And I, I'm home alone. And I, uh, I drank a wine cooler. I don't really drink too much. Like, hardly ever. Like, hardly ever. Like, once... Maybe twice a year or so. Uh, I thought I'd sit down and regale you guys with a um, with a tale of what I did. I was um, I was walking the dog. It was hot. I'm out. I'm walking. It's hot. And I I go by what looks like a garage sale. I'm not really sure. It's just like a few things on a table. And one of the things was a um, was like a Dolby double audio cassette deck. I need a tape player. I got like a bunch of Walkman, but I don't have. I don't have one that connects to the, um, to the stereo. I have, um, an opening. I have, like, four inputs in my receiver, and I have, I have an opening set aside for a cassette player, and I, these things are becoming harder and harder to find. Cassettes are becoming, like, a thing. People are getting into cassettes, like hipsters and stuff, but I, I got all my old rap tapes I want to play. You know, I like tapes. I, I did a whole This Boring Life on audio cassette. so you guys, you guys know the deal, but, um, I... I was walking by and I saw the uh, cassette player and I was like, how much, man? And he goes, oh, I don't know, maybe like 10 bucks. And I I didn't really want to pay that much. I was only thinking like five bucks for like a flea market tape player. It was a nice one, though. It was like a double deck with uh, with like high speed dubbing, which I don't really think I would use. But, you know, you know, it's like a nice to have a feature rather than not have a feature. So I I said, yeah, you know, I live down the street. I'll, um... I gotta walk the dog back home, and I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I was, I was gonna go back after a, a couple hours and see if, um, maybe I could talk him down to five, but I, I completely forgot. I got to doing something else, and, uh, I was, I was walking around the next day, and I went by that area, and all the stuff that was at the sale was now, like, in a big pile on the street with, uh, with, with the free sign. So I got the, I got the cassette, I got the cassette deck, rather, I got the double, uh, double deck, and I also got, like, a whole big wood rack full of tapes, you know, those kind that, like, mount on the wall, the, um, they're, like, wood, and they have, like, you know, little openings and stuff, you know what I'm talking about, um, and it was, it was full of, like, uh, rock cassettes, like, there was tons of Bruce Springsteen, tons of Dire Straits, tons of Led Zeppelin, this is, like, this is, like, an A-plus cassette rack, I was, I was pretty pleased that I, you know, I brought it all home, and it was, it was dope, and I was I was really excited, and I um I hooked up the uh the dual cassette deck, which it took a while, man. The the cables behind the TV are a mess. I I try my best, but I I got so many things connected that it's it's a bit of chaotic back there. It's not the worst I've ever seen. I was able to do it without without a lot of problems, but it's it could be better. Um, at any rate, I got it all hooked up, and it works, and I'm I'm really excited because right now. Right now, as we speak, I have, um, I have audio cassettes, I have a record player, you know, like a vinyl player, I got a CD player, I have a radio, all hooked up to the stereo, I also got a VCR, I got a Laserdisc player, 
I got a Blu-ray player, and I got a DVD recorder all hooked up to the same system. It's amazing. It's like, I got like splitters and switches and all this stuff. It's great, man. I, um, I can't give up on an old format. You know, once I get into a format, I'm, I'm into it. I, I think most people kind of switch to the new thing that comes around. And for the most part, you know, the new thing is way more convenient than the old thing, but I... I do kind of like the old things. I like the new things, too. I have Google Music, and I I stream stuff all the time. But it's like, it's so hit or miss. You know, like, sometimes you're walking along, and your stuff just, like, cuts out. You know, you hit, like, an internet dead zone or whatever. So I do have a couple MP3 players that I bring with me when I walk the dog. I got a small, a small Sony one that has, like, I don't know, like, 5,000 songs on it. Then I got a bigger one. I got a creative jukebox that has, like, 20,000 songs on it. I've had this one. For like ever. I've had it forever. It has so many songs on it. I love it. I don't use those all the time. A lot of the times I bring along my phone and I just like listen to podcasts and stuff. But I'm making a sincere effort to listen to more music. I want to listen to more music. I, I do love pods. I love them. I have such a good time. But I I kind of forgot about music, man. Music was like um the biggest thing in my life for like the longest time. Then pods came out and I got... I got so deep into that that I, you know, wound up making one. I ended up doing it myself. That I, that I kind of just dropped music altogether, you know, which is weird. Um, when I was in school, you know, when I was in school, we're, we're, we're doing like a giant switch. Like a giant topic switch. When I was in school, I, I look back with disappointment that, um, and all the times I went to see the counselor, and all the times I went for guidance, and all these things, nobody ever suggested to me, like, hey, you ever, um, you ever think about radio school? Or anything like that. You ever, ever consider anything like that? They would, you know, recommend like, hey, man, why don't you get into like an electronic uh, apprenticeship? You know, things like that. Like really, really useful things or whatever. But I I was known to be like a talkative dude. Like I was always jibber-jabbing in class. I was always getting in trouble for jibber-jabbing in class. I couldn't, I couldn't control myself. Someone's like, hey, man, why don't you harness that and get into the world of radio? But they, they never did. I wanted to. I really did want to. Like, that seemed like something I was way into. But then, when I look back, like, the format in which I may have excelled at, which is, you know, like, this one. Just the uh, the straight jibber-jabbing format. Didn't, like, didn't necessarily exist. It wasn't like there were, like, tons of radio shows on a KSRO that covered, like, uh, like pop culture talking and things like that. It was, it was all local news and blah, blah, blah. And who wants to... Who wants to talk about that? Sure, you got, like, your Howard Stearns, but I'm not, you know, I'm not into anything like that. I'm not shock jock. I'm just, like, just like a dude who likes telling stories. I guess I could have got on, like, NPR or something, but who knows, man. I, my phone just went bloop. I can hear it in the other room. I'm waiting to hear that the family has uh, arrived safely, so I'm going to, um, I'm going to cut this and we're going to check that. I hope this was, hope this was worthwhile to you in some way. I think it was. This is me, IC Robots. We are jamming to the best here at KISR IC Robots Radio. This is the Climax Blues Band with Couldn't Get It Right. Time was drifting, this rock got to roll. So I hit the road and made my getaway. What's up, everyone? I am, uh, well, I'm still on the way back from, um, trying to get that view. Through a, uh, through a car wash. I I don't do this very much, but we had to do a fill up, so now we get the uh, free car wash. I I don't know, man. It's it's weird. One time I took the dog 
with me through one of these, and she jumped in my lap and was totally scared. This is uh, Earth of the Super Dog, my, uh, my red ruler. This dog is as brave as the day I have no doubt that if we were hiking through the woods and a bear attacked me, she would throw herself on the bear and let me escape. I wonder if she'd want me to escape if she'd want me to help her fight the bear. Probably help her fight the bear, but I think I might escape. No, I would fight the bear. Uh, life wouldn't be worth living without my dog, dude, so I'd have to would have to jump in there and throw some lefts and rights, some PKs. That's a that's a pump kick, you know, like a pump kick, right to the chest of a black bear. I'm not afraid. I'll do it if I have to. This is me, Icy Robot, signing off, going to the car wash. This was dumb. All right, I'm home. This is actually the next day, the day after I got the car wash. I. I don't know. I don't think the dude I was talking about is going to be on the show. I think he chickened out. I think he doesn't want to do it. That's fine. Uh, it's it's all good. It's all about me. Um, it is now... It's 8.23 in the p.m. And the mail just ran. I, 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 I don't know what that's about. I, I feel for those guys, man. They do a good job. They have a hard job. I, I'm not complaining, but it's... It's weird that they got here. They must have had some kind of jam up at the, uh, at the mail factory. The... The only reason I'm sweating it is because uh, I was waiting for a package. I saw a package was out um, out for delivery all day, and I I wanted it. I bought a uh, I bought a Madonna record. I got her. I bought her first her uh, debut record, Madonna, produced by uh, Jellybean Benitez, and an, uh, an underrated pop producer, Jellybean. But um, I I I never I never thought much about Madonna. But um, I, I got this. I got this Madonna tape that I play in the truck every once in a while, and I, I really started grooving to her early stuff. The um, the first two records, this one Madonna and Like a Virgin, are both um, they're both pretty good, man. I I don't know, like real good pop stuff. But um, I, I waited all day for this, and then then when I got it, the uh, the cover is split. It's split along the bottom, and that wasn't. That wasn't designated in the uh, in the listing, and the record's all scratched. I think it's gonna play. It's not like scratched, like deep scratched, but it is. It is a bit worn. I, I'm pretty sure it'll play. Records can take a lot of damage and still and still play, but um, this wasn't this wasn't designated to me in the in the listing. I might just I might just drop the guy a note and let him know that if you're gonna if you're gonna sell records on eBay, you know you gotta you gotta be legit in your in your um in your uh in what you say about them, but I, I only pay like $4 plus shipping, so I'm not even, I'm not even sweating it. This is kind of, it's not like a hard one to find, but, um, it wasn't, it wasn't re-released, like a lot of records have been recently re-released on vinyl, so it is, it is kind of, not hard to find, but, you know, you're not just gonna like, you're not gonna bump into it all the time, I don't think that I've ever seen it at the flea market or anything, it's, I don't know, people are holding on to it, it has a really great picture of a uh, Madonna, on the cover, and the cover for Like a Virgin is one of the best, uh, best covers there's, there's ever been. I, I remember back when I was in junior high, and Madonna did Playboy. There was this kid named Mike. His name was either Mike or Mark. I can't remember. And he, uh, I don't know, I guess his dad had a, uh, subscription to Playboy, or whatever, because he had, he had the, the Madonna pictures, the naked Madonna pictures, and he, he was selling um, copies, like photocopies. He was like the, uh, he was one of the library TAs, and he had access to the photocopy machine, and he was selling like the whole thing 
for like five bucks. You could get all the Madonna pictures. You could like, you could hardly see anything in the photocopies. But I remember like tons of dudes had them. Tons of dudes had him hanging up in their in their lockers. His his bootleg uh, photocopies. I didn't have them because I I didn't have five bucks, but a friend of mine did, and he made copies of his copies over at the A and B market where you could get a copy for ten cents. But this this made it like like even worse. You know, you could you could see even less. So uh, I don't know. Madonna's cool though. I. I do like that early stuff when she was like a cool hip New York like club kid when she could like barely sing when she when she had like that super high pitched voice and stuff. I I went over a lot of this on the uh the um last uh this boring life, the one about tapes. But um I don't know, man. I've been like this Madonna mood lately. But um I don't know. I I expected like a real pristine copy of the record because in the uh, in the listing it didn't necessarily say pristine, but there weren't any damages listed. So I I don't know, and I'm I'm a bit bummed. I'm a bit bummed. I had to wait till like eight twenty three at night to get it, and then I get it, and it's um it's all split. I don't think I'm gonna go and like buy another copy or anything, but I um I would like to have had it been better than it was, you know. But uh, what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Hey, kids, it's me, Icy Robots, here at KISR. Icy Robots Radio, the weather today is cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Watch out for that fall and spaghetti. Up next, we got a, we got a new hit from Madonna. It's a jam produced by Jelly Bean Benitez. It's uh, for first uh, self-titled pizza song known as Burn It Up. This is me again. I'm uh, I'm at the downtown mall right now. I was um, I don't know hitting some of my toy spots. I went to GameStop. Didn't find anything at GameStop. I went to the Disney store. Disney store is cool, but they always they always have the same thing. So I decided to get a uh, I'm getting um, a teriyaki bowl here. I I like the food court. There's like a bunch of good things here. There's like a good burger place. There's a teriyaki place. You know Sparrows is okay, there's a panda, but I, 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 I think back to, um, when I, when I first started going to the mall as a youth, and there were, like, so many cool places at the, at the food court, they were all, like, they were all, like, more indie than they are now, now they're all just, like, corporate places, you know, like, uh, Dairy Queen and all this stuff, but, uh, back when, back when I first started going, there's like, Uncle Sam's hamburgers, and there was, like, a taco place, and there was, like, a donut shop, and there was, like, a, like a Chinese place. I really, I really wish I had a picture of what the, um, what the food court looked like. It's not even, it's not even in the same location. I know I've gone over, over all this before. I know that I, I recorded once when I was here before. It was like a big space. There's not, there's not like a ton of people around or anything. So it's, you know, it's like, it's fine. It's, it's daytime. It's the afternoon. I don't, I don't feel like too much of a weirdo, but, um, I, I don't know, man. What I wouldn't give for like a uh, an Uncle Sam's hamburgers. That was that was my favorite. I'd always get one when I when I came. I I, I remember years later the owner the owner of the place ended up getting arrested for being a um like a, like a sex offender. He owned this and he owned the the Foster Freeze and he was uh he's he's a big time sex offender. So I I don't know, man. Maybe I shouldn't be repping Uncle Sam's hamburgers as much as I. As I do, but they were they were good, man. That was like um that was a nice place. The thing I remember the most is like right next to the 
the food court was the Chick Fil A. They were like in like in a separate, like a separate thing. And then right next to that was Radio Shack. This was back when Radio Shack was like really jumping, and they would have like that cool display of all the uh, all the electronics toys. You know, they'd have like it was like a box, like a like a wooden box on the floor, like um like uh you know that white press board kind of kind of stuff. And inside, they'd have like the battery operated dogs that would do flips. And all that kind of kind of stuff. It was always, it was always fun. Radio Shack's cool. I miss Radio Shack. Besides having like transistors and diodes and all that stuff, that's where you would go and get like remote controlled cars that were connected by cables. Those were the worst. Those were the only kinds I ever had, and they were they were never like all that fun. You know, it's not that fun to have your car connected to a rope. But um, I don't know. I'm gonna eat my food. I just wanted to reach out to you guys and give you a big bow wow. Who am I speaking to? Um, I'm not really sure. What are you going to do today? Um, clean the house. In what, in what manner? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Talk for like three, four, five seconds. Um, I don't really know what to say that much. That was probably three seconds. All right, it is me, and I am, I'm still home alone, like Macaulay Culkin, and when you're, when you're left alone on a trip, you gotta, you gotta think of things to do to occupy your time, and I, you know, I want to spend my time well, I want to spend it wisely, I want to get, I want to get to things that, um, maybe necessarily I couldn't do when other people are around, so I decided I'm gonna tackle, like, a giant project I decided I was going to alphabetize uh, the CDs, dude. We got, we got like a million CDs. We have like all my CDs from when I was coming up and I was into it. And I'm a, I'm a music nut at point in my life. And the wife, the wife is like a full-time music nut and we had her CDs too. And they're, they're intermingled with a lot of the kids CDs as well. And it's, it's over the years gotten completely out of hand. At one time... It was in perfect order. I remember the uh, the wife and the kid went to L.A. to visit one of the wife's friends. And I I watched uh, Holes, that movie with, um, what is that guy's name? The kid who was in uh, Transformers. And I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But that movie Holes was on. And I watched that. And I organized the CDs. I got them into, like, pristine order. But that was, that was years and years and years and years and years. I'm, I'm thinking, like, 10, 15 years ago. And over... Over that time, they've gotten completely, just, just completely out of whack. There was a period of time when we, you know, we switched over to, like, streaming music completely. We've since, we've switched back, but at the time, you know, it was, it was all dope. We were playing our iPods and our MP3 players and stuff. We're, we're back on the CD tip now. It's, it's cool, man. It's like we're digging into this thing. It's for, like, many years just gone completely untouched. I'm not even kidding. It was just, like collecting dust they were in the living room and there were like countless times i looked over at him and said i should just box these up and put them in the garage but i i never did and today was the day when i finally decided to like dig into it and i was going to um i'm gonna reclaim it i'm gonna do it and man it turned out to be a behemoth of a project i i'm not even kidding i'm not kidding in any way it was huge i knew it was gonna be huge so I, I tried to set the the scene, you know, to make it make it easy to work. And I I brought in like a folding table, like a big folding table, kind of like a card table, not one of the long like easy dub kind of tables. But I brought one in. I got a I got a chair. I I knew I was going to be in it for the long haul. So you know, I got a drink. I had a snack. I had everything ready to go. But man, 
it turned out to be a mountain of a project. I, what I would do is I would pull them out, like, just, um, they're all stacked. They're, that one time they're, like, alphabetically stacked, but they're stacked on this, uh, this big bookcase that we have, and it's gone over the years, like, around the corner of the bookcase onto another shelf, and even onto, like, another shelf. It's like a snake winding through the house, but, um, I would pull out, like, one stack at a time and put them on the table, and I would slowly, like, alphabetize each stack and, like, integrate until eventually I had, like, I had giant stacks all over the table of, like, the alphabet. I'd go, like, one stack would be, like, A through C, and the next one would be, like, D, E, F, and, you know, so on and so on all the way to the end. I had, I had so many stacks, and as they kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you gotta, you gotta be preventative, you know? I kept thinking, all it's gonna take is for, like, one of these to fall, and the whole project is destroyed. It's destroyed, and I won't have the heart to start over, so if it... If it gets destroyed, I don't I don't know what I'll do with myself. But um, what I would do is, like, as a stack got too big, I would move it over. And it kept expanding to the point where I was at the kitchen table, too. The kitchen table was, like, M through the other end of the alphabet. And it was just, like, full of stacks. I'm not even kidding. There were just so many. It took, it took forever for me to get all these in order. It was, like, backbreaking, dude. The whole time I'm, like, bent over... I'm, like, stooped over trying to, uh, trying to find where, like, the Morrisseys go. Like, where does Morrissey start? And I'm, like, you know, putting them in alphabetical order in, in the different letters. It was, it was whack. I'm glad I did it. But it was whack. It turned out to be, like, so much more than than I thought. My back is killing me right now. Just from, like, man, just from bending for, like, I'm not even kidding. I am not kidding when I say this took five or six hours. There was a lot... A lot of other things involved, too. You know, I had to, like, clean the shelves and empty them off. And it was just, there's a lot going on because I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be tight, dude. I wanted it to be perfect. If you're going to do something like this, you got to, you got to go all in. You cannot half-step. No half-stepping when it comes to a project. Either you do it right or don't even bother. And I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm doing it 100%. I am coming correct. So, you know, with with the will to come correct comes uh, time. You're going to put a lot of time in. But I'm I'm really glad it's all done. I discovered a lot of things I did not know about our CD collection. We have two Smash Mouth CDs. I didn't know that. We have three different Chris Isaac CDs. I don't even know where those came from, but we do. I got... We have two Harry Connicks in there. Where... Where do these things come from? I know they're not mine, and I know they're not hers. Maybe the Chris Isaacs. Chris Isaacs was kind of a dreamboat for a while. They, they may have been hers. I'm, I'm sure they are. But man, where did these, uh, where did this Harry Connick come from? Where did this uh, Tony Bennett Christmas? Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's a good one. But when did I buy that? I have no, I have no recollection. How did I end up with two Smash Mouths? You know, which is. Which is weird. Nothing against Smash Mouth. I know some people like to deride them, but I, I don't know, man. Whatever, dude. They, they got some catchy pop hits. You know, it's not easy to make a pop hit. Let me, let me get into one thing that, uh, that was kind of disconcerting about the collection. When I, when I really started to dig in, I was surprised at the amount of copied CDs that I had. I knew I had a lot. I knew I had a ton. Your boy. Your boy back in the day, and I am a little, um, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this. I'm a little ashamed to admit this, but I was, I was a big time torrent guy. I started off with Napster, and I was amazed with Napster because I was finding all these weird, these weird like hip hop remixes that I never, not never thought I would come up with. Like the, uh, 
like the Prince Paul remix of Cypress Hill's Latin lingo, like things like that that I'd only heard of but not never had. So I was I was downloading like 24/7 LimeWire, Kazaa, all that stuff. And then when uh, BitTorrent started, I was on this um I was on this one music site called Oink, which was like a it was like a treasure trove of everything that ever came out. Like things I would never get my hands on, like these DJ Shadow CDs, like just all these crazy things, you know, and having the ability to take everything for free, steal everything, I I stole it all. And I I probably had like my biggest music renaissance around that period with the uh, opportunity to try everything. I, I tried it all. That was really my biggest music period. But all the CDs I got from that time are copied CDs, all these neat things, you know, everything from like... Everything from, like, early uh, LP all the way through, like, the Black Keys, J-pop stuff, like, Brilliant Green, just Miho and Smokey, just all these things that are so, so, so great. There was, like, one giant box of copied CDs, and I I, I feel so bad about that. I don't want to, I don't want to be a content thief, so I'm going to make up for it. I'm going to replace, maybe not every one of these, because they're not all ones I want, but I am going to replace all the ones I want with legitimate copies. I've already, I've already bought a couple on eBay that I wanted, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try to make it right, man. I'm going to make it right. It's not cool. It's not cool to be a pirate, man. It's not cool to, uh, steal people's, people's art. It's also interesting because now we live in an era where, like, vinyl reissues are a big thing, so, like, a lot of the things I have copies of, like, the Black Keys, I love... I love the Black Keys, but sadly, all the CDs I have there are copies. I'm a thief. I'm a horrible person. So I might, I might replace a lot of these with records, with vinyl. I think that might be, that might be pretty cool. One thing also that I found was super great was a million billion of my mix CDs. I used to be like the mix CD king, and I, I, um, I treated these all very, very, very poorly. I think that maybe. 10% of these work. There's a stack in my hand of maybe like 30. And I'm thinking just a few of these are going to work. I'm considering taking them down to Joe Video. They have like a resurfacing thing where they guarantee they can get um, playability out of any disc. So we'll we'll see. I I'm, All in all, I probably got like 50. And I'd only do it if he'll cut me a deal, man. I think it's like two bucks a piece. There's no way I could spend like a hundred bucks getting these um these fixed up. But let's... Let's look at some of these titles. I would like, I would give my CDs titles. This one's called, um, Another Letter from Home. This one is called Ita Magrufabits. Remember that? That's what the, uh, the E.T. in the, uh, Reese's Pieces commercial said. This one is called Big Bank Take Little Bank. I made this April 16th, 2001. That's my brother's birthday. Um, this is undoubtedly a rap CD. This one's called Confounded Accusations. I made this one, uh, January 17th, 03. This one is called Only God Really Knows. Um, July 1st, 2000. This is New Year's 2004, Disc 2. This one's called Carmageddon. Karma, you know, like how, uh, you know, you do something good and something good will happen to you. This was uh, September 29th. This one is called The Family Went to the Beach. This one is called 999. This one's from November 17th, 01. This one's called Slappy Trails. This is May 2nd, 2007. I put a couple stickers on it of like, um, like they're like little beetles. It's pretty cute. 32 Years of Tough Luck. This was, uh, October of 06. 
This one does not have a name, but it has a Playmobil sticker on it. This one looks like it's in really good shape. I think this one will play. This one is called Variable Gravity Areas Remix. I don't know what that's about. This one's called Kiko's Last Smile. This is from October 04. This one's called The Rules of Online. This is from October of 04. I made those back-to-back. This one's called 31. There's no date of any kind. That's in really bad shape. This one is called Hip Hop and Some Random Saturday Songs from May of 05. I got two more in my hand. War of the Words, no date. And this one is called Gonzo Bomb, which was a a lethal wrestling maneuver on the uh, Japanese wrestling circuit. I, I'm glad I did this project. I'm glad it all worked out. I'm I, I When I was doing it, I was dying. I was just... I was shriveling up like a prune. It was hot in the house, but I, I've done it. I'm done. That, uh... That box of copied CDs, though, man, more than I, more than I thought. I'm glad you guys, uh, I'm glad you guys sat through this with me. I gotta, I gotta say this for the record: if you have anything in your house, you know, books, anything, it is better to have them in order because you'll actually use them if you know where they are. So right now, I got the uh, CDs, the DVDs, the Blu-rays, my comics. All in order. I'm the master of um. I'm the master of my domain right now, dudes. That's a good feeling. All right, talk to me. In all times, in all lands, waterfronts are ever the same. Mangy, shark-toothed warfrats prowl the shadows, but there are worse vermin abroad this night. Raucous noise and coarse laughter fill the waterfront tavern they call the Silver Stallion, drinking and singing songs and shouting out lies at the top of their voices. What does a man have to do to get a drink in this filth infested place? I just sold a golden chalice I came to town with. That's why I'm these new clothes. What do you think of them, Wench? Oh, they're just yeah. lovely. Yellow silk brocaded shirt, and that blue sash around your waist. Ha <laughs> ha, the name of Mitra. Who sold you all this? This is me, ISRKISR Radio. It's 5.34 in the PM, and we are going to play some Jim Croce Rapid Roy. Oh, Rapid Roy, that stock car boy, he too much to believe. You know he always got an extra pack of cigarettes rolled up in his T-shirt sleeve. All right, it's me. Let me uh, let me share a tale of despair with you guys. I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still all alone. I'm in the house. It's it's getting toward the end of the uh, seven days of solitude. But um, I, all right, let me let me think where to begin. Okay, I was, I you know, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I ran myself a bubble bath. Right, I'm like Calgon, take me away. It's been. It's been a hard week full of chores, full of tasks and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, you deserve it, dude. Soak in a tub full of hot water. Let the bubbles take you away. Let let all your stress just float away and pop like one of the bubbles from the Calgon. And I I was doing it, right? I ran the water. It was nice and warm. I had the Calgon. And I'm, I'm dipping into it, right? I get all the way in. I'm under the water. Only my head is sticking out. It's fabulous. It's great. I love it. I love a bath. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I don't indulge as often as I should, but I, I definitely love one. So I'm in there, you know, I got, um, I got a wizard magazine that I have. I actually have triples of this. So I'm looking at this wizard magazine and all of a sudden I, I get bombarded with, uh, mariachi music, like earth shattering house rattling mariachi music i'm like what the heck is that so i i get out 
I grab my robe and I look out and there is like a full on mariachi band playing right across the street. I, I don't know what to say. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday night. So it's a little weird to have like a concert on your lawn, but I'm like, all right, you know, it's, it's still early in the day. I'm not going to. I'm not going to cause a fuss. I'm not like super happy about it because I want to chill in my Calgon, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to cause a stink, you know, at this, at this point. I will cause a stink if I have to, but I'm not going to start one like this early in the thing. So I, I don't know. I feel like the Calgon is ruined at this point because I got to admit I'm a little stressed and I can't really like enjoy it when I'm being bombarded with this, with this terrible music. So I, I go and I, I try to do other stuff, you know, I shut the windows and everything and I'm, I'm trying to watch, uh, I'm watching Breaking Bad while the family's gone. I'm going through, I'm going through that again. Breaking Bad is great. I, it's something you can't really watch the stuff you watch when your family's gone. You know, you, you enjoy these things together, so you got to find other things to watch. And I'm, you know, I'm watching this, and I'm sitting there, but like the music is super loud. It's super loud. People are screaming. They're hooting. It's it's not a good scene at all. And time goes on, and before I know it, it's like ten o'clock, right? Ten o'clock on a Thursday, and I I decide I'm gonna have to go over there. I'm gonna say something. I I like to do this like face to face. I'm not the kind of like I'm gonna call in a noise complaint. I'll go over there and I'll go, hey man, you know I'm your neighbor. You guys. You might taking it down a notch. I'm I'm trying to sleep or whatever. So I go over there and I I'm super polite. These are the people. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Their dog always gets out. Their dog is always out, and I'm always returning their dog to them. I'm not even exaggerating when I say I've returned their dog to them like ten separate times. Their their dog likes to come over here. I think I don't think they treat it that well. To be honest, it is like it's like a pomeranian. It's microscopic. This dog is small. It is super small. You could hold it in one hand easily and they keep it out all night. Rain or shine, it's out in the yard all night. I hear it barking. I hear it getting rained on. It makes me feel bad, but I don't, I don't know what I can do, but the, the dog gets out a lot. And every time he gets out, it runs over to my house. It'll be like, I'll open the door. The dog runs right in and I, you know, I'll let the dog hang out for a little while, but I do, I do return it. I got to say, they never seem to notice it's gone. At one point, I was in the middle of doing something, and I had the dog for like two hours, right? I was doing something, it was important, and I'm like, I'll just, I'll take it back. I'll, I wanted to actually, I wanted to wait and see how long before they would notice the dog was gone, but at some point I realized, they're never going to notice. You know, they're never going to notice, but um, I I went over there and I knocked on the door, and I was very polite. I'm like, hey guys, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hit, hit the rack, could you, um, could you maybe take it down a notch, or... Give me an idea when you're going to wind it in. And she goes, I looked it up. We have till 11. We have till 11 to be as loud as we want. And she slammed the door right in my face. Like slammed it. Like slammed. Like right in my face. I'm like, man, that was, uh, that was something. I, I didn't expect that like they were going to like disperse the party completely, you know, but I, I was a little surprised at the amount of disrespect that was because I'm their neighbor. They're going to have to live next to me for a long time. Theoretically, because I'm not going anywhere. And they they kind of, uh, they decided to, I don't know, start us going down the enemy path. I definitely don't want that. But um, if I gotta, I will. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not scared of anybody over there. I'm not a tough guy, but there's nobody over there that's like any kind of a threat to me. They're just, they're just annoying. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I like to play music and I do sometimes play music loud, but I, I would say if somebody came over and they took the time to knock on my door and ask me to turn it down, I would definitely turn it down and I would apologize. I'd say, oh man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disturb you. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take care of that. And 
I I was really like I I I I don't know that ruined the rest of my evening. I got to admit, it was hard for me to go to sleep because I felt so dissed. It's hard to feel disrespected, you know, when somebody like straight up disses you to your face. It really, it really, uh, it hurts. It's a little like emasculating in a way because you're like, how dare you? How dare you diss me that way? It's very insulting, and I was, I was really insulted, and it kind of. It kind of carried through the night. I kept waking up. I'd wake up. I'm like, oh, I got dissed. Oh, I got dissed. Oh, I got dissed. I had a hard time sleeping. I'm really, I'm really tired right now. But um, considering that they haven't started a party right now, I don't think they're going to start another one. It's um likely that I'll get a good night's sleep. It's hard to sleep without the wife here. I also got to admit, it's weird sleeping in the bed by myself. It's been like, it's been like 24 years, dude, of us sleeping together in the same bed. It's weird to be there by myself. But um, I... I don't know. That whole thing sucked, man. Why are why are people like that? You know, I get it, dude. Everybody wants to have a party. Everybody wants to have fun. I feel you. But it is kind of weird to throw a party on a Thursday night. If you throw a party on a Friday, on a Saturday, even a Sunday, I will not cause any, any ruckus. I will not say a peep. I will not say a peep. Fridays are for partying. Saturdays are for partying. I will not throw anything in your direction that will stop you from doing that. Even if it's like during the week. You know, you're throwing like a fun barbecue. I'm not going to cause you any grief, but it's like, it's like 10, 11 o'clock, you know? You got a mariachi band in your yard, like in your yard. And they're just like doing all these songs. I get it. They're having fun. It's awesome. I want you to have fun. But uh, I, you know, I got responsibilities. People around here have responsibilities, man. If somebody asks you, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to like cause a permanent stink with your neighbors. It's weird. It's weird to do that. Let's, uh... Let's talk about something else. Let's not dwell on the bad. As you know, I've been embarking upon that, uh, that CD project. And I, um, part of it was, like, replacing CDs that I only had copies of. Because I'm going legit. I'm going legit. So far, so far, I have bought five. I bought five CDs on eBay. I'm slowly going through this box of copies. And I'm trying to replace them with, like, legit ones. Let me, um, let's see. I got, I got Ginny Lewis and the Watson Twins. That's one of my favorite CDs. Jenny Lewis was in Rilo Kylie. She was also in, uh, what's the name of that Nintendo movie with Fred Savage from, um, way back in the day with the glove and the contest and everything. Well, anyway, she was in that movie and she's, uh, she's quite a talented singer-songwriter and she made this album with, um, these two gospel singers, the Watson Twins. It's really great. I got that for $3. $3 shipped from the UK. It's going to be here in a month. Two months. And then I got, uh, Rilo Kylie. Under the Black Lights. Rilo Kylie was Ginny Lewis's band before she went solo. That's a CD I like. I got this one for $3 too. Same place in uh, the UK. That should be here in like 18 months. I also got um, Lady Tron, Vola Sefero. Is that how you say it? I like Lady Tron. They are this like, this British group. They're, they have like this electronic sound. They're, they're very reminiscent to me of like the Human League. I, I like this uh, album a lot. I got that for $5. $5.92. And then I got um, Men Without Pants. I, I think Men Without Pants is the dude from the John Spencer Blues Explosion. Let me let me look that up so I can give you some actual factuals here. I I don't want to be like faking the funk like Shaq on a dunk. Let's, uh, Shaq never faked the funk. Why would I, why would I use him as my example? Let's see. Men Without Pants. Of course, men without hats came up first, but these are these are men that might have hats, but they do not have pants. Let's see. Men without pants. They don't even have a Wikipedia. Um da, 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 da. men without pants. Let's let's see. They're part of the uh, kind of like the extended Dan the Automator 
family. Dan the Automator is another genre-hopping collaboration with John Spencer Blues Explosion drummer Russell Simmons, and they are called Men Without Pants. I I don't know. I I like this CD a lot, but um, I don't have a lot of info. I also bought a Handsome Boy Modeling School 2, which is called White People. Handsome Boy Modeling School is, of course, uh, Dan the Automator and Prince Paul. They did this thing. It's kind of Kind of like the gorillas. I kind of think the gorillas bit the whole thing from Handsome Boy Modeling School. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do, man? All good ideas are uh, out there to be bitten. No such thing as gimmick infringement, man. No such thing. Um, this is me, Essie Robots. I'm going to get up out of here. All right, peace. This is me, Essie Robots at K-I-S-R Radio, where we only play the hits, or rather, we only play the songs that should be the hits, but the world, if the world is not a fair place, up next, we got men without pants, which is Dan the Automator, and uh, Russell Simmons, who is not the guy from uh, Death Jam Records, and this song is a good one, man, it is known as, and the girl All right, it's me, and I'm back. This is probably going to be the end. Probably be the end of the episode. It's also near the end of the uh, seven days of solitude. I I am expecting the family back tomorrow. It's been weird. It's been a weird experience. It's nice to be by yourself. But, uh, you know, seven days gets a bit excessive. There's only, like, there's only, like, so many things that you can do to occupy time, if you know what I mean. I... I did the projects I wanted to do. I got out. I saw some stuff. I did some things. I I saw like four different movies. Well, I watched them in the house. I watched a movie called Captive State. That was pretty good. It was about aliens. I watched a movie called Skin. That was about skinheads. It starred uh, Jamie Bell from uh, from the Fantastic Four. From Billy Elliot. He's a he's a good actor. I saw another movie. What was it called? I saw a movie called A Vigilante with Olivia Wilde. That was really good. And then I also um well, I saw Hobbs and Shaw during that period. I've already I've already reviewed that on the um on the main show. But it's it's been cool. I also watched some series on Netflix with a uh, Starbuck from um Battlestar Galactica on like a deep space mission with um with a bunch of people. That was that was cool, too. I'm not all the way through that, but, um, I don't know, man. I, I'm starting to feel, uh, starting to feel a bit lonely. Starting to feel a bit sad. Starting to, uh, really want the family back, you know? I went out there and I created this family so that, um, so we could be together, you know? Not to be, like, far apart. But it's, it's cool, man. Absence makes the, uh, heart grow fonder, as they say, you know? And I... I got a lot done. I think I recorded four, four bonus episodes that I can, I can put in the bank. Only one of these, but, um, the, the POS is a lot of work. It's a hard show. There's a lot involved. A lot of, a lot of things. And, um, I don't know, dude, if I can punch one out in a week, that is, uh, that's quite a success. On the real, they generally take me like a month of working them kind of slowly, um, as inspiration hits, so... I, I, I was happy to get one done in a month, but uh, I'm also glad to be at the end of the uh, seven days of solitude. I, I'm also really hungry right now. I'm like mad hungry. I had a, a tuna sandwich for, for dinner. I I don't like to cook, man. I don't, I don't, I can't be bothered. You know, it's just, that's just me. I just want, um, I want like a taco pill or, or something like that. I don't want to, I don't want to prepare myself like a ribeye or whatever. I, I am going to have to find something when I'm done here because I don't know. You know that, that feeling when you haven't eaten enough and you, you're kind of like woozy. You're kind of lightheaded. I 
I'm almost there, but I don't I don't know what I'm gonna make because we're also like at the end of the cycle of food that I that I got for the uh, for the days of solitude. So I I'm gonna have to do some digging. I I had spaghetti like three days in a row. One day I made a pizza with some uh, dough we had in the house, like some pre-made pizza dough from Safeway. I I basically have been living off this one jar of ragu that I had. This uh this ragu from the cabinet. I like ragu. It um it has like uh, it's sweet. There's sugar in it. I don't know. I I like that rather than like the more acidic kind of sauce. I also I don't like chunky sauce. I don't like it when it has like big bits of stuff. I like it. I just like tomato paste, I guess, with sugar. I don't know, but I, I've been living off that for the whole week, and that's that's not bad. For lunch, I would eat like uh, ramen <laughs> a lot of the times. I, I don't know, man. I just uh, when it's just you, the the inclination to make something good, just I don't know, man. It's just not there, you know. I just um, I don't feel it. I. I just want a taco pill. I wish they were real. You know, I just want to gulp that down and feel a taco. Let me get a drink really quick. I'm I'm really thirsty, too. I apologize for that. You shouldn't have had to heard that. But um, I, I'm on a roll, as they say. I, I'm going to go back in a minute, and I'm going to finish the last episode of that show with Starbuck. It's, it's cool. I forget what it's called, but um, I'm digging it. It's not like... It's not, like, the highest quality. It's, like, sci-fi channel quality. But, um, what's her name? Starbucks. She's not Trisha Helfer. That was the one who was a Cylon. She is... Oh, I don't know. I don't... I don't want to think about it too, um, too deeply. But, uh... She's, like, a legend of the uh, sci-fi TV game after, after Battlestar. You know, after coming off Battlestar. She really has a lot of... A lot of gravitas, and she's she's pretty good in this. I I appreciate you guys sticking with me for this hour. I I tried some stuff. I tried to meet up with somebody to get him on the show. That didn't work. I, I was supposed to go to lunch with somebody else today, and I was going to re- see if they wanted to record some stuff. But um, they flaked. They never called, and then when I called, they didn't answer. So I I don't know why why call me up and ask me to go to lunch if you're not going to do it. You know I don't know. It's weird to me. I wouldn't even bother if I don't if I don't want to if I don't want to go to lunch with somebody. I just don't um I don't call him up. Maybe maybe he wanted to hurt me. Maybe he wanted to yank my chain, get me thinking I was going to get out of the house and do something fun when in reality I wasn't going to do anything fun at all. I don't know. Who knows what evil lurks in the heart of men? You know who has any idea? I guess the shadow. The shadow knows. Vic Sage probably knows. I. I don't know. I got my comics in the mail today, which is good. My comic subscriptions. I got um. Let's uh, let's just look at those really quick. That'll that'll finish off the show. I got Action Comics. I'm digging that. This is um, this is part of Event Leviathan. That's this big event that Bendis is doing. I got Archie. It's about Archie uh, dating Sabrina. This is Archie number seven hundred and six. It's two of five in the Archie and Sabrina. I got Batman, got Batman number 75, and also Batman number 76. Our dude, Engineer Nerd, is going to love this because it's called The City of Bane. I know how much a dude likes Bane. It's some some kind of storyline where Bane is taking over Gotham. I don't know. I haven't really looked at it. I got two of those. I got the new Kick-Ass. This is Kick-Ass number 16. I don't really love it, but I like it. And then I got a... 
I got Deceased. That's the uh, DC zombie thing. It's kind of like an Elseworlds kind of gimmick with like zombies running all over the place. I'm digging that. I like it. I also, I also got Lois Lane number one. That's a, that's a book they just well, it's number one, so you know they just started it. But it's written by a Greg Rucka. It's really reminiscent of um, Gotham Central, but it's, it's Lois Lane out there investigating some kind of some kind of giant case. I don't know. It's really good. I enjoy it. I, I dig it. Anyway, I'm gonna go. Um, I gotta get something to eat. I don't know what I'm gonna eat. I'll find something. Don't, don't worry about your dude. But until next time, I appreciate you guys being patrons from the bottom of my heart. It means a lot to me. It means a ton. Your, your money goes to pay for my comics, for the most part, I think. Which is, which is, you know, it's definitely worth it. Definitely worth doing this, uh, this show for you guys to get all these comics out of it. I hope you, I hope you feel like you get something out of it as well. I... I don't know. I love all you guys. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Another package from the Slick Royal Highness. Pay attention so you won't have to rewind this. Put yourself together for another funky clip. I bring a lot of magic, but this ain't no trick. It's...